welcome to the new series of the Heidi Jones Coaching Podcast. This podcast is for everyone who is ready to do some of the inner work for a healthier and more positive lifestyle. I'll be delving into the topics that we need to talk about more, including our health, our mindset, and living with purpose and passion. I'll be speaking to guests that will leave you feeling inspired to find out what is possible in your life if you gave yourself the opportunity to find out. This isn't the place for chit-chat, gossip, or endless science. It's for real women with real problems that want more from life. Sound good to you? Let's move on with the show. Welcome to this week's episode, how to start turning your idea to do something for yourself into your reality, sort of taking yourself seriously. How many of us have ideas running through our head that years and years go by and we don't actually do anything about it? We kind of let them just store up and store up or we forget about them, we come back to them and they're just wasted. It's like, look, we've got one life. If you've got an idea, let's just put it out there and see what happens because every idea is unique to you. Yes, someone else might be doing something similar, but if it comes from you, it's going to be different because it's going to have your spin on it. It's going to have your unique outlook and perspective and life experience to bring to that idea as well. So no idea is a bad idea. All we can do is kind of just go with it and see what we can create from it. And often what I found is I start an idea, but something else always kind of turns out in a way that I never expected. So I start with one idea. It doesn't mean that it follows through to the exact outcome that I thought I was going to have. There's always twists and turns along the way and it always turns out better. So this is my kind of week to kind of encourage you, to challenge you, to kind of take your idea seriously so you can start sharing it with the world. You know, we all we want to know what's inside that head of yours. <laughs> so I'm going to start with a story because when I work with clients, when I work with women, they have so many ideas, you know, a lot of ideas and they're all fantastic. Um, However, they don't always fully commit to them. So I had a client who came to me because she just kept stopping and starting, you know, starting something. And then within like, even if it was just sitting down at the desk, stopping. So it's that phase, you know, that phase of stopping before you even get started was kind of her big problem. This is where she found it challenging, just actually getting started. So she did not have any problem with ideas. They were there, but it was the stopping and starting that just kept throwing her off track and not being able to fully commit to her projects, to her ideas. And so she felt so dissatisfied with herself you know, she felt so frustrated that she was just holding herself back. You know, the story in her head was, I don't know how to start. But that became the reality, you know, because she kept repeating that over and over in her head. You know, this I don't know how to start turned itself into like this was more than the idea itself. So, you know, there was an element of whether it was was imposter syndrome or the fear 
that turning I, her idea into more than just a hobby was um, quite scary. And uh, so she would spend a lot more time thinking about what she couldn't do and wishing for what she wanted. And we know that wishing doesn't bring us anything. We have to kind of take action, don't we? Um, So thinking about what she couldn't do led to this negative spiral. You know, the rabbit hole of, oh, well, if I can't do this and then I'll never be able to do that and I'll never get you know, I'll never be able to make money from this. And who do I think I am even thinking I can start this rabbit hole of kind of negativity, negative thoughts. And so her block was around, the block really was around starting as a professional, taking herself seriously enough that the idea that she had was going to make her any money. Now, I don't often say to people like focus on that side of the goal because when we think about goals, the, the why is super important. Like we want to have an element of passion. We want to have some purpose and meaning behind it, especially if it's something outside our day job. It's something that we see ourselves kind of working on um, for the long term, something that brings us more joy and happiness into our life. So I'm talking about those type of goals. And so this one was this, this kind of idea, this block around making money had become the focus and and the outcome was far, far, far too much into the future. You know, she wanted to turn her hobby, her passion into a profitable income, but she was getting held up on this profitable income rather than the process of creating a business that she loved, uh, uh, turning her idea into something that was going to bring so much more to her life than her current day job was. So we've got to be able to kind of recognize the blocks that are holding us back as well here. And uh, so what we did was we worked on who she needed to be now, like really in the present moment, in order to be able to get to where she wanted in the future. So we have to always start with where we're at. And the starting point was showing up for herself and committing to the idea every week, you know, taking that time seriously by scheduling it into her week and not letting anything stop her from doing it. So it was never allowed to be put at the bottom of the to-do list. It was never allowed to just be, let's just go with the flow and see what happens this week. No, that time had to be scheduled in, had to be committed to, as if it was a doctor's appointment you'd been waiting for months to get, or it was a work meeting that you would never cancel on. You couldn't, she had to put it in like that. And uh, we talked about, you know, what other things she needed to take seriously if she really was going to move forward to create something that she'd be proud of. And the things that come up were she had to plan ahead. She had to develop her skill, her craft. She had to create Instagram accounts. She had to share the work consistently. She had to be preparing products for craft fairs and and signing up to them, you know, getting, getting her name known. And this kind of outline really gave her the point of action where to start taking the steps to move forward. You know, think about right at the start when I said one of her blocks was that she was holding herself back from not actually being able to start. You know, sitting down at the desk and thinking, whoa, this I don't even know how to get started on this and then stopping before she could get started. But by outlining how to show up, the things that she needed to do in order to really see that future come into reality, 
it created an action plan in itself. You know, the steps become very clear. And so that clarity around how to take action broke that pattern of not starting. There was always something to start working on. Um, And so with that, you know, alongside that, she had to also think about how can she keep it fun and have some enjoyment um, in the process, you know. So just by signing up to craft fairs, by practicing her craft, this is where the joy came in and she was able to see that actually you can have fun and still be professional at the same time it's kind of like re it's it's creating a new dialogue a new image of what being professional and showing up looks like and so for her it was like oh I can blend the two I can be professional and I can spend hours practicing my craft yes that's part of it Um, And so she really committed to taking actions and taking herself seriously. And, you know, obviously with that, what comes along with it is your self-confidence increases and the more comfortable the actions become. And then you're able to take bigger steps, which is what she was able to do. She was able to start taking bigger steps. And then the progress happened a lot quicker than planned because she was now doing the work rather than thinking about it. So her story had changed. It's like, I've now started and I'm ready to sell and to see what else I can do. So, you know, I really hope you can take some inspiration from that story because it's always ourselves that are holding ourselves back, you know, and we really need to identify where. For me, being able to take an idea seriously for myself started a long time ago. I always have ideas. I'm one of those people as well, always full of ideas. I always write them down don't want to lose them. I do forget things, (laughs) but I always write them down. That's my starting point. And I do sit on them for a little while because I like to feel them. I don't know if that makes sense, but I like to see how it feels in a couple of days or in a week's time. Does it feel the right decision to make? Because I have so many ideas, I can't start on all of them at once. And so I sit in ideas and let the let the feelings come up and see how much I think about it and how excited I get when I think about it and what are the steps that kind of come to my mind as I'm like, right, this could happen. And then I commit. So that might be something to think about as well. If you've got lots and lots of ideas, sit on them and see which ones really take hold and they're the ones to start with. So for me, I always go back to the time of really taking myself seriously after I had an experience of kind of burnout when I was completely exhausted and I felt really out of sync with myself, with my values, with what I wanted from life. And I had to really start to counter burnout. I couldn't couldn't just jump ship. I couldn't just change my life completely. So I had to learn how to counter burnout. And I tell you what, doing something yourself, Doing something for yourself really helps here. Um, So I started spending more time looking at the future. So I really delved into the vision for the future that was exciting for me. Something that felt more like me. Okay, so I had to start taking the time out to figure out what I enjoyed doing and the things that really brought me joy as I moved away from the things that were just not doing me any good. So I had to change my lifestyle gradually over time. I didn't know really what brought me lots of joy. I hadn't had that self-awareness around where I felt intense joy. Um, 
for myself. You know, I'd very much gone with the flow of what others did. I was, you know, up for trying things, but it didn't necessarily align with what was true to me. So I really had to go through this like explorative time. I had to delve into my curiosity and ask myself some questions and think, am I doing this for me? Or am I doing this because I think I should? Am I doing this for me and my happiness? Or am I doing it for other people and their happiness? And so that kind of was really my starting point to start to take myself seriously. So I'd been inspired because I had started to shift my life gradually and I'd started to surround myself with a different group of people and they were inspiring. And so with that, I was able to push myself uh, more outside my comfort zone in my personal life. So I was doing things I never thought I would even have started to do. And with that, my self-confidence and my self-belief grew. So I was open to the fact that more was possible for me and my life. And I had more control over my future than I had ever realised before. And that was the point where I was able to go, ah, if I take myself a bit more seriously, I can actually change the course of how my future is going to look. So the action that I took in that day was directly impacting my future. It was like an aha, like an aha moment. I mean, now I look back and I'm like, it's so obvious. But at the time, it wasn't. But that moment of what I do today directly impacts my future was like, wow. <laughs> so maybe that's going to help you as well. And so for me, I just kind of, I started to reflect on how I take an idea seriously because I still have lots of ideas and I constantly work on ideas. So for me, it's always about making a decision. I think this is the first step. You need to make the decision to take your idea and yourself seriously. So the decision to commit to doing something for yourself, because, you know, if you're thinking about something for too long and then you actually don't make the decision to do it, you know, it just sits there, it goes stale and then you usually lose faith in the idea. So for me, I write every idea down. I like to kind of sit on them for a while. That is not overthinking it. I do not ruminate. I do not kind of think and think and think about it. I actually just sit, let it sit, get on with my day, do other things. And then it's when I'm in the shower or when I'm in the car or I'm sitting down with a cup of coffee, what ideas come to my mind? And it will usually be one or two that really stand out. And that's kind of how I let sit, sit with my ideas before I commit. Then I turn that idea into a goal. You know, for me, it's important to create a goal around it because then I have the clarity on what to move forward with. Like, what am I trying to get from this? Where am I going with it? Um, And with that goal, I can then create a plan. So with goal setting, it's really important to do intention setting as well. So you need to know the why behind the idea. Why is this idea important to you? Why is turning this idea into something for yourself important to you? What would it bring to your life? Because if you're not clear on that, it's not a solid goal yet. And you need to do more work on the the why behind it, the intention. So setting a goal really helps me get clear on what I'm working towards and why I'm doing it. Why am I going to put this time and effort into it? And then, you know, having a plan. I'm all about planning. I love a plan. That's how my brain works best. I like to be able to create some action steps that I can work towards. I like to be able to see how things would um, 
come together in an order that makes sense to me. Doesn't always make sense to everybody else, but to me, I like to kind of have a bit of a strategy about how I go about creating something. That's not the outcome. It's more about getting started. Like I mentioned with my um, previous story, you know, sitting down with a blank page on the screen or an empty notebook doesn't really help. You know, you just sat there and you're like, oh, I don't know where to start every time you sit down to do your idea. It's like, no, you've got to have a bit of focus so you can get started straight away. You know what you've got to start creating. And then um, obviously that action plan really helps me be consistent over a period of time. I can consistently show up and take action. And that's really important. You know, I I go on about this a lot, but small steps over a longer period of time is really going to get you the progress that you want. You're going to see the progress really, you know, come into fruition over a consistent amount of work put in. Okay, so consistently show up. And for you, you've got to figure out what consistent looks like because it doesn't necessarily mean every single day. You know, I have too many other things going on in my life to show up every single day for a new idea. I have to plan it in. So it might be once a week, I dedicate two to three hours on that one idea. But if it's consistently over a 12 week period, you can create a lot. Okay, so really think about what consistent looks like and what your schedule looks like, because you've got to um, put that time down somewhere. You've got to really commit to yourself and think, actually, yeah, if I'm going to take this seriously, then I need to schedule it into my week or into my month because that's how you're going to show up um, consistently over time. Um, Another one is thinking about who you're going to tell. I think telling people who care about your ideas is really important. It helps with accountability. You might be able to get extra support Um, You've got someone to champion you, like to cheer you on, like, you know, come on, let's do this. Have you done the work? That's all really great. But just make sure you're sharing it with people who get it. You know, it's really pointless. It's not helpful sharing your goal with everybody when most people you talk to turn around and go, why do you even want to bother? Why would you do that? That's like someone else is doing that better. Like you don't need the input of people that don't get it. Just share it with the people that do. And sometimes... That's people outside of your inner circle. This is why I have lots of clients as well, because they've got so many ideas, but they're like, well, I can't tell my family yet. I need to kind of get my head around it first. And they can talk to me because I'll always champion them and help them get to the point they want to. Um, So think about that. Who are you going to tell? Do not keep it all to yourself. Okay, that's too much pressure on yourself. Um, And think about the calculated risks that you can take along the way. You know, for me, all those years ago, when I was first starting out thinking about creating something for myself, I had to be calculated. I couldn't just quit a job. I needed the money to do, you know, normal life things, but also I needed money to invest in the idea as well. And um, I didn't want to go to investors. I wanted to be able to invest in it myself. And so I needed some financial income. So you've really got to think the practicalities around it as well and and not necessarily risk everything at this stage. Think about calculating that risk. So it um, creates more of an opportunity for you to enjoy the process, you know? Um, Yeah, I definitely say that. And then that comes with, you know, do invest in yourself. If you need a coach, get a coach. If you need to take a course, take that course. If you need... A website, build that website. You need a logo, get that logo made. You know, have a professional photo shoot done. 
Buy what you need to do to get your work to professional standard. You know, if you want to take yourself seriously, you need to show up seriously as well. And and that investment can uh, be about spending money, but it can also be about investing time in yourself as well. Um, And then do the work. Become the expert in your industry. Put the hours in. Be amazing at your craft. You know, that can take years. You know, when I first started doing coaching, that's what I did. I didn't do the other stuff. For me, it was like, I want to be an amazing coach. And I spent the majority of my time getting the hours of coaching in. That's what I focused on, doing the coaching. And I think it was the best decision I ever made. (laughs) Um, So do invest in yourself. And uh, yeah, don't give up after the first hurdle. Don't stop when it gets hard. Maybe reevaluate your expectations. Maybe learn how to redefine winning. Maybe redefine failing. You know, failing is always going to happen during this process. And it's a good thing. It's an opportunity to learn and grow. And, you know, look at how you can learn and grow through a challenge in time. Maybe it even comes down to the point where something big's happening in your life and you have to put a hold or pause on your actions. But you've got to then look at it as an opportunity to learn and grow in different ways. Maybe it's around learning to be patient. Maybe it's learning to maintain optimism and a positive mindset. Maybe it's going back to basics with health and fitness. You know, you've got to really show up as you mean to go on in the ways that you can control at that time. And that's really important. So never give up when it gets hard. Just develop a growth mindset. You know, work on that personal development, that personal growth during the process as well. So, you know, from other things that we can do to really help ourselves show up seriously, um, really is around learning how to overcome the fear of failing and I think it's about failing. You need to actually allow yourself to fail and to redefine that failure as a learning. And that is the, the key um, to never giving up on yourself. Um, you know, showing up in all areas of your life for yourself. Don't get so bogged down in your idea that you neglect your self-care. You know, you need to look at this for the long term and think, actually, self-care matters. You might have to rejig it or change routines around a bit, but, you know, still show up for yourself and look after yourself. Reframing thoughts, really important and really powerful. Like I mentioned in the story at the start, you know, the first, the thoughts was I, I always stop and start. I never follow things through. You know, I'm not good enough. You've got to recognize the the critical things that you say to yourself and start reframing them. And, you know, a way to do that is to write the opposite down and then practice saying it over and over again. So you are changing the neuropathways in your brain. You know, there's science on this now, isn't there? I'm not going to go into it now, but the more that you're able to reframe those thoughts into the ones that are going to help you, the better. So you might not believe it straight away, but you have to keep practicing it. So you change that kind of habitual self-criticism into much more self-compassion and self-belief. For me, visualization is another fantastic tool. You know, if you've got an idea and you're a very visual person, pull out images, photos, um, graphics, quotes, lovely typography, you know, 
things that you see outside uh, nature, you know, pull it all together and put it on a vision, a, a vision board. Maybe it's a mood board, just something that you can look at that helps you focus and, and focus in on your idea every single day. Um, I do believe in the element of manifesting, but from a point of we need to be we need to have faith in the process. We need to believe that by showing up and doing the work, something will come from it. You may not know exactly what the outcome will be, but you know that something will happen, but you have to do the work. Okay. And, you know, think about your own characteristics. Think about the person you need to be to succeed at turning this idea into something for yourself. You know, if it's, Um, around creating a business well who is that person that you need to be every single day you know reflect and you know look at the look at the things that happen in your day and how you behaved is that how you are going to get what you want and if not what could be even better if you know how could you how could you change any kind of whether it's habits or thought patterns behaviors into things that are much more helpful for yourself, things that are going to cultivate a positive lifestyle change for yourself. So as you can tell, this is like a process, you know, really turning that idea into something for yourself and taking yourself seriously is a process and it takes time. And I think the key word that I'm taking away from talking about it is like this element of commitment, commitment to yourself and that you can do it. Now I can tell you, everyone can act on an idea. Everyone has it within them to do it. Sometimes it just takes longer than we think. We all have these high expectations that we can turn something around in like a week, a day, whatever, but it's always longer. And if you allow yourself to kind of create a process, to trust that process and and just keep showing up and, and not do it all by yourself, like don't do it alone. Share, voice, join a community, uh, find friends or family or, you know, professionals that can help you do it. You won't regret it. (laughs) Okay. I hope that's been helpful today. If you are at that place where you are stuck with an idea and you'd love to just talk it through with me, please do reach out. You can send me an email. You can reach me over on Instagram at Heidi underscore Jones underscore coaching. Um, I'd be happy to answer any of your questions, set up an initial call that we can go through what you're going through and then look at what would be the best course of action moving forward. Okay. Um, If you have found this really helpful and you'd like to hear next week's episode, remember to hit the follow button um, on, I think it's Apple Podcasts. Uh, Make sure you subscribe on Spotify and share it with anyone else that you think would love this episode or this podcast. Even better, you know what, take something from this episode and go and help somebody else. It's like that element of teaching helps you learn even quicker. Okay, bye for now and I will see you next week. <laughs>